Hello, fans. This is Roy Kwan here. Yet again with another episode of Fiction, Character, Motivation. I'm your host, Kwan. And if you happen to know this theme, this is a very nice, familiar theme, diving into the world of Riddick. And pretty much we're going to talk about Riddick's resourcefulness. Hope everyone's doing good today. Um, I've uh, been working a little bit more on my morning schedule, so this is going to be early, and I'm gonna make, and I'm gonna do my best to make sure that this is on a Tuesday, so you get that out a little bit more, get motivation back out a little bit more. So, Quan's back on track. With that being said, we'll dive right into the world of Riddick and his resourcefulness. So. So, Riddick um, was first, you see him in the first movie, the uh, action-slash-horror movie Pitch Black, which came out in the year 2000. It was about this uh, group that's traveling across space, and they crash on this desert-like planet, and as they're trying to find their resources, they realize two things. First thing is that one of the cargo mem one of the members that survived that a bounty hunter is uh, carrying is carrying Riddick who is known as a very skilled killer among other things and two is that on this planet there's certain creature there's certain alien like creatures that only come out when it's dark but are in massive packs and might as well be wolves that can fly. And in the beginning, it just in the beginning, a little bit of spoilers. You're looking at the movie like, well, the planet has two suns, so there's no way it can go dark. But every 12 years or 22 years, that the cycle, yeah, pretty much there's a cycle that goes through. And during those 22 years, there is a time of darkness. And they happen to hit that planet just at that moment when it's about to go dark. Um, very good movie. I like the creature creativity and, of course, the character development and dilemmas. But, of course, I like Riddick because he's basically the muscle-bound uh, killer that you think wouldn't have a heart. But... In the end, he kind of does. And because of Riddick, he spawned pretty much two more sequels. Chronicles of Riddick, which came out in 2004. And Riddick, which came out in 2013. So, diving back more into Riddick. Riddick, Furion, a certain kind of humanoid, human-like race. Some of his past is kept in secret, but there is a sense of military or survival training. Then he was in prison, was put, yeah, then he was pretty much put in prison for a while. Uh, most notably, he was put in a specific prison called Butcher Bay. And then after that, he went to a little bit other prisons while he was in the system. And 
pretty much he is he managed to escape but he got caught and after those stints during the prison uh, we pretty much find him in the uh, movie Pitch Black where he's being transported to another spot so through all those movies Riddick's main special ability wasn't him being strong Furian or always had knives but a combo of all those things it is his resourcefulness and when we look at the definition of resourcefulness it is his ability to find quick and clever ways to overcome difficulties now mostly in life this is very important especially if of course you're backed up against the wall and you have no way out this is or you're facing a very um, interesting position that can be very difficult and you have to use your resourcefulness your quick you have to be quick you have to be clever you have to think things a little through but be on your toes as to how you can outmaneuver this difficulty and that was Riddick's main ab main ability in pitch black he not only used this ability to dislocate his shoulder and his and uses pain uh, tolerance to get out of the cuffs the first time he made a blade out of a piece of metal and went head to head with one of the creatures on that planet and won now I do want to add that from which it was one on one with those creatures which is still an amazing feat but as you but if you've seen the movie you know that pretty much there are multiple of those creatures. So the re the way that he found that one is quite miraculous in a way. In Chronicles of Riddick, he even demonstrated this a little bit, and I'll go over just a little bit of these moments. When he used his body and timing of, of, of certain um, ceiling lights in a tunnel to take out one of the guys, that captured him and he also used close to the same method mostly using his body um, to escape from his chains when he was being when he was pretty much hanging on a cable in the middle of a very large unpopulated very large populated um, prison cell a prison uh, place he uses body to break out of his um, chains. Was once you look at it, that's a pretty cool way to get out of chains. But that's part of his resourcefulness. So those are just a few of ways that he became resourceful. Like uh, Chronicles of Riddick is not only famous for that scene, but it's also famous for the scene um, which I'm not going to spoil for you if you've seen it. If you haven't seen it, but I'll sum it up with a quote, which is just like, yeah, I'll kill you with my teacup. And it's pretty much him being using his resourcefulness and his intimidation as being the one well-known Riddick as pretty much leverage of like, hey, I don't want you don't want to mess with me. I can do stuff that you cannot and I can take you out if I need to. Um, <clears throat> but. It, for that kind of resourcefulness, it takes time, training, and a mindset 
to be resourceful in that capacity. But how can you be more resourceful? Well, let's see. Let's try to break it down. So trying to look at all those events, all those things that I've explained. First thing about you can do to be more resourceful is be prepared for what you are heading into. Um, as you see with Riddick, he, ever since um, his uh, birth, pretty much, he was in sort of violent situations. So how do you be prepared for more violent situations? Easy. You get combat training. You know how to use a gun. You know how to drive certain things or anything. Um, you know how to um, hunt when you're out in a wilderness-like planet. Um, you know you have to be fit. You can't just, you know, slouch around and do and not do things. You have to be able to move quickly and to exert strength, just the right amount of strength. Um, even with um, certain things, like you know, with his uh, mindset, is just um, being prepared for what you're heading into. Like, don't don't go in there with a, you know, negative mindset. Uh, throughout all the movie, I don't think Riddick had, well, he didn't demonstrate from his body language, even though mentality were not really in his head, but you don't see him, dem you don't see him uh, demonstrate any kind of like negative self-talk. Like he either focuses on the goal of doing this or he focuses on the escape and knowing when to when to run and when to fight is also very good. Like going into that, um, be conservative of your of your energy. Uh, leaning back to what I just said right there, he doesn't fight head on unless he said so he doesn't fight head on. He either um, unless he really needs to. Uh, sometimes he'll sneak. Uh, sometimes he'll go for like you know the stealth kill, the assassin kill. You know, um, being conservative of your energy is um, pretty much knowing how to use the energy that you have. You know, some people want to, you know, put strength to strength. And Riddick, he'll do that only when he can beat you in strength. But if he can't beat you, he has to do it at a certain way. Like there's been multiple times he used his um, ability uh, against some people and of course use it against uh multiple people like the main trick that he can that he can deal with is if you already know riddick is famous for his eyes he's got pretty much a eye shine job which thanks to that he has to wear shade goggles over his eyes during the day because it's too bright for him but at night it's like he can see everything he can see and he can see any and everything in the dark, and in movies and in one of the cartoon um, videos that they made about him, he's used that definitely to his advantage. To where it's just like he's fighting a skilled opponent, or he's fighting fighting multiple opponents, and he's just like, well, I know they got guns, and I know they're, and I know I'm outnumbered, but they can't see in the dark, and I can. He just cuts off the lights and then take him out, no problem. Um, that's pretty much the only 
that's a good source of pretty much conserving your energy. Like if you know you're better in one thing than someone else, or if you have a major advantage in one spot than someone else, use it. Don't go head to head. That's just a waste of energy. Moving on, um, be prepared for the unexpected. So you already know that Riddick, um, he's he's pretty much a hunter. He is a fighter. He's a sneaker. We need he's a sneaker as well. But at the same time, he is also um, very self reliant on himself, which is a very good uh, part to see yourself for being resourcefulness, being self-reliant. And he's prepared for mostly, for a good bit of unexpected things because he knows how to treat himself. Like if there's some wounds, he knows the right place to plug it in. If he's hungry, he goes hunting because uh, you have to be able to cover your bases. Um, and pretty much when you're not only uh, the number one uh killer in the universe but you're the most hunted killer in the universe you have to be able to prepare for the unexpected and the unexpected is you could get injured the unexpected is you could be in a very harsh condition and you need to prepare for that you need to prepare for everything and the same goes with the situation uh in current day um i feel that if a lot of uh big companies not small companies a lot of big companies and some other uh, health folks prepared for the unexpected of a virus, they might be doing a lot better. I mean, um, I don't want to get too political on this. I don't want to get too deep on this. But if they if they possibly would have saw this as a more deeper line threat or better yet played the what if game, like, okay, so we know that it's over here in another country. But what if it came over here? What would we do? How would we take care of it? How would we protect ourselves? How would we defend it? How would we try to defeat it? If I think a bunch of people uh, from the uh, big companies to uh, big government probably thought that way ahead before it happened, we might be in a better spot. Because preparing for the unexpected can save you a lot of pain and a lot of uh, issues down the road. Um, I even speak for myself. Like, it's a lot of things. And one of the things that he does for being resourceful, the last thing, is leveraging a bigger threat to get less pressure off himself. Um, going from pretty much the... Yeah, from... Pretty much most of the three movies, there's a theme that when he is a when he is in a uh, pretty much corner, he not only sees the enemy that is um, in front of him, but he also sees the enemy that is behind them. Um, like pretty much with Pitch Black, the enemy that he had was pretty much the trust of everyone in the group, and of course the bounty hunter that can take him in or think about killing him. But he leveraged that with, hey, I can see in the dark. Plus, we have creatures that love the dark. And I'm strong. So if you let me carry these and let me see ahead, I can help you get from point A to point B and let you know if anything troublesome's coming down. Uh, same with uh, Chronicles of Riddick. 
he didn't really kind of use um, the evil army to his advantage. But anyway, he was like, you can tell he was actually unconsciously doing it or unconsciously depending on it. So it, so it would make his escape a little bit more um, easy and for everyone else a little bit more difficult because pitting a enemy that wants to take that wants to take you in versus an enemy that wants to take you out is always a interesting ploy and even in uh the latest uh riddick the one that came out in 2013 he did that with not only uh he did that with pretty much the bounty hunter groups and the monsters on that planet um he was pretty much using that time to be like okay look we need to do this like this or this is going to happen and just when some of this stuff happens it's like look i told you now we have shorter time and we might lose a few people but he always likes to put the pressure on and how we do that i guess in a real life in a way uh we could probably i guess use it i guess more of a mindset kind of thing like if we were to um say okay we need to do this or the or this might happen might work but if we were to be like okay if we do this in the long run if we don't do this then we might miss out on a big opportunity then that could be very good um to use that with your preparation pretty much uh because when you pretty much look ahead a little bit more, especially when you're playing the what if game, like, okay, what if this happens? What if that happens? You can not only, you know, see how many what ifs you can come up with, but you can also see how many things um, can happen that you may not be prepared for and you need to be prepared for. So it's a very interesting thing. So, I hope this helps. I'm looking at my, sorry, I'm looking at my mustache right now. It looks kind of weird. It's the lighting. I swear it's the lighting. I don't think my mustache is that off. But, um, but yeah. I, yeah, there we go. The lighting. I, um, hope you enjoy, uh, this podcast. I hope this helps out. As usual, please let me know in any way if this landed for you. Um, resourcefulness is a very big thing, and I think all those points help, would help out a lot in any point of our lives, really. I'm your host, Kwong. Hope our lives are doing good, and deuces.